you Gothamites, it's time to dust off your starter jackets. I think it's rip off those tearaways. I reckon it's low into those game cartridges and rip off your tearaways. Hmm. You should leave this all in. I think. And one of us is going to be wrong. Yeah. What's the wager? Uh, the other one has to watch Dick, Dick Tracy again. Please has to watch Dick Tracy again. <laughs> oh, that's tough, man. But uh, <laughs> all right. Good bet. All right. Uh, I'm Sean Kelly. And I'm Pat Sellers. And we wish it was the 90s. Uh, welcome that, back. That's definitely right. Yeah, <laughs> this is what happens when the Blandfords leave us on our own. This is going to be an absolute mess. Apologies to everyone in advance. Yep, what a way to launch. Um, I guess it's not new because we're, uh, I've worked this out, we're dipping into two of our uh series. Um, uh, our Saturday morning, two of our Sarai. Saturday morning cartoons and uh, uh, this this week on. I was about to call it on this day, and then I was going to say this day on. <laughs> we, uh, Pat and I, have watched uh, episode 10 and 11, or 17 and 18, depending if you're going in air date or production order, season one, Batman the Animated Series, Two-Face, part one and two. I say... 10, 11, or 17 and 18, because there is a production order, there's an air date order, and when I was trying to work out which was probably correct, I found out that if you go on to Reddit, you could just use uh, some random pundit's timeline order. So, um, with that in mind, we were not planning on watching all 85 episodes in order anyway. Um, so, we'll watch them out, out of, in our own order, and because we're going by date, uh, these episodes aired on, I didn't write that down either, did I? September 25th and 28th of 1992. Um, just quickly before we, we dive in, so uh, it's a pretty, pretty famous animated series, um, probably with the 90s comic book nerd culture held in probably the highest regard. Um, there might be some... X-Men fans who would argue, but I think this is probably um, the most popular superhero cartoon, certainly of the 90s, um, and it led to so much. So. You get mm. Batman the Animated Series, then you get the new adventures of Batman and Robin, you get Superman, you get World's Finest, you get Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, it's all born out of this. Um, and so, you know, probably the blueprint for the MCU, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, so it was created by Bruce Tim and Eric Radomski. Bruce is very well known for his art style, which you see in the show. Um, and the other person who, um, probably worth mentioning is Paul Dini, who's, who's very well known for, for his writing and some of the really famous episodes. But, uh, these two episodes were written by Alan Burnett and Randy Rogel, or is it Rogel? Sorry, Randy. I know, but I keep reading it as Roger Randall when it would come up on the screen for some reason. <laughs> quick, quick over 100 metres, mate. Mm. Um, Don't take and... him on tour to South Africa. Anyway, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed this rewatch. 
Oh, mate, this more this than I thought to, I was going to. Talk to talk to me about your Batman animated series memories. I I've got I've, I'm gonna uh, bone with your intro because I think this fits clearly in one category. Um, mm-hmm. More so than uh, this week on, this time on, this time around. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely Saturday morning cartoons because it's it was um, what now special on a Saturday morning. Watch Batman the animated series. Mm. Um, well, this was an awesome rewatch, um, and I yeah, I genuinely enjoyed it. Um, but I I just as soon as the intro, like I couldn't really picture it in my head as well as as soon as the intro came on member berries started flowing um from there and then as soon as you hear um our old mate kevin conroy mm. uh, r.i.p they got you oh. right in the feels um, mm. uh yeah this was outstanding and the artwork who did you say did the artwork it was first uh, time i was like this holds up this is really cool um, yeah it fits the aesthetic right because it's like this art does. deco thing slash like 1920s gangsters look but yeah just yeah. The, the the way the characters are drawn but also i was going to talk about this as well but i'd like to go back and just rebuke you for um critiquing my hybrid <laughs> episode because um as you as you know i put it out to the listeners and i said what episodes would you like us to do because we're not going to do all 85 how many people do you reckon responded um one, but that was you. I was going to say too many to count. Somewhere in between there. Somewhere mm. much closer to what you said. Yeah. Somewhat bang on what you said. Um, I reckon you looked up the episodes and went, I want to watch that. No, what I did <laughs> And then do, you messaged me to say, this is what, what we've been requested to watch. <laughs> I, um, I went on, I like top 10 lists. And oh, that's there's good heaps. There's heaps. So I'd like, then I went on because they're all, they've all got a rating on IMDb. So top 10 by rating. Yeah. And then, but there were some that came up in those other lists that I thought sounded really interesting. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do here. So I went on to a Reddit. I've spent a lot of time on Reddit this week and I don't want to talk about it. But, um, and just went through the comments of like people saying what their favorite episode is and sort of drew together what I think is probably a solid list of about 10 that we could cover as we feel. Um, and I picked this one because it, I didn't know how to choose what one to start with. And I was like, well, these ones aired this week. So that was how I came to that. And it actually caused me quite a lot of stress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, back to your point about the artwork, um, I wanted to mention that. So, so this is and this is i read this as well i think i i knew this or i don't know but to create the sort of constant sort of eerie nighttime feeling the background painters use it use dark paper instead of white paper which is what most animation is made on um so that that gave it that sort of overall dark feeling but also um save time from having to paint large portions of black colors in the black because most of it's set at night um, and the animators Efficient. actually came up for for this art style. It's known as Dark Deco. It's good. Yeah. It's very yeah, good. But... I like that. That, that screams Batman as well. Dark Deco. Yeah. 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 Very good. 
Yeah, the other thing I wanted to point out before we sort of got real stuck in was um, all of the voice acting in the show was done by ensemble. So all the actors in the same room, as opposed to most animation being one person in a booth. So they ah. were actually opposite each other. Um, like and, a table read situation. Yes. And interestingly, cool. although he doesn't appear in this episode, the only cast member allowed to perform standing up was Mark Hamill um, to make it easier to infuse the Joker's manic energy into the voice. Everyone else was sitting. Can you imagine being at a round table reading an episode of Batman and Hamill's like standing over you, <laughs> tackling and this sounds like a dream. Yeah. I think I've had this uh, dream. My memories are the same as yours as well. Like every Saturday morning up, I get Batman's on. Can't wait. And yeah. I used to go down to a now um, out of business toy warehouse. Do you remember that place on Cuba Street? It was sort of weird. Yes. Yeah, yes. where those shops are in Cuba, Tony yeah. or Alistown. Yeah. Yeah, so I used to go down there and get all my Batman animated series action figures, and I just had heaps of different Batman. It's quite cool. Mm. I just had all those cheap get... stuff from the, the warehouse. Mm. You could get her, the Batwing, and it had, like, a handle underneath it, so you could, like, fly it around like you were holding... It was kind of it was kind of like a gun handle. It's <laughs> awesome, and it had a trigger, so you could fire. Oh, not fire! So you could use those claws that the Batwing has oh, from Batman '89. I think I remember this. Yeah, that's quite good. Speaking mm. of Batmobile mm. in this, super long. Oh, Too so long? long. It'd be interesting to see how he'd go on a uh, some of those hills around the suburbs of Wellington. Mm, it's not very practical, is it? It reminded mm. me a little bit of the vehicle from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Is that the... Oh. Um, Sean Connery's last film, the one that made him quit? Yeah. The comic book by the guy that all his comic books gets made into movies and he always hates them. What's his name? Alan Moore. Watchman guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me like a black version of... When I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, it's like the... Like version of that with less wheels and a big fire cauldron at the back. Yeah, um, I thought. I mean, I think it's. Really, I like but it. interestingly, cool. in this episode, he jumped on the bat bike, and I didn't know he yeah. put on his bat helmet. That's shaped exactly like the his cow. Anyway, yeah, but has but, a chin strap. <laughs> well, not chin strap, chin guard. I'd say. Hmm. Um, I had a little chuckle at that. That was quite funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, so just just basic. So we we're going with this. This is this is your uh, Two Face origin story. Mm. Um, I've got questions. Yeah. So I'll just run through real quickly quickly what goes here. What happens, eh? So apparently, I read in the notes that the audience had already been introduced to District Attorney Harvey Dent as a good guy. Okay. Um, so this would have come as if if you didn't know Harvey Dent becomes Two Face, this would have been a surprise, um, which I definitely wouldn't have at the time. But I can't remember what I was thinking in 1992. <laughs> um, na, 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 na. Hey, <laughs> um, but yeah. So we so 
Harvey's having a few nightmares, and then it cuts to um, uh, a raid that's going on that Harvey's orchestrated as DA, and uh, Jim Gordon Jim Gordon jumps in with a. Uh, they're about to send everyone in, and then stuff goons start getting thrown out the windows, and someone goes, "What's going on in there?" And Jim Gordon goes, "Looks like they've got a case of a bat infestation." Um, and then, yeah, um, some guy, what, spits at Harvey or something, and we get our first look at his sort of, his his lashing out his other side. Super uh, sweaty. Yeah, he does, eh? And basically, it kind of gets uh, revealed that, you know, Harvey's, Harvey's dealing with a bit of a, I don't know, sp- split personality or... I'm hesitant to try and diagnose it because I know that, especially in media, especially in comic book history, um, things like bipolar or multiple personalities have been used incredibly inaccurately just for the sake of giving someone extra personalities. But he's dealing with some demons anyway. I mean, we love comic books, but that's probably not one attribute we want to continue on. I do. I enjoy um, at the at that that event. So I would just so basically, his alter ego is called Big Bad Harv, um, and we get through most of the episode where Harvey's starting to give in to Big Bad Harv, um, and uh, it ends with um, a fight in a warehouse of sorts. Batman's trying to save Harvey, but is somewhat responsible for an explosion. He kind of saves him by pushing a gunman, but the gunman makes the explosion happen. And Harvey gets, I don't know, blown halfway to hell and wakes up in the hospital with the two-face look that we're kind of used to. And that's the end of part one. Are you keen to talk a little bit about part one? I'm keen to maybe keep it separate. So talk about part one before we get into part two. Sure. Sure. Um, my main question was, uh, you've read a lot more, uh, Batman than I have, and I've never read anything about Harvey Dent, Two-Face's origin. Obviously, this mm. differs from, um, the movie, slightly, or not even slightly. I assume, you're referen- I assume you're referencing Tommy Lee Jones and Batman from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, the most recent one that actually, well, mind you, does uh, there was another question I had. Do they do the origin story in the uh, Tommy Lee Jones one, or is he just Two Face? Because I don't remember an origin in that movie. So he starts. He's like the opening scene. He's two facing about. Yeah. Um. And, but I think there's like some flashbacks or something. I th- yeah, I think Batman's watching footage, and it's like in a courtroom. And someone like throws acid at him or something. Oh, that rings a bell. Okay. So, and then uh, obviously, uh, uh, when the Punisher Punisher becomes uh, Two Face in the other <laughs> movie, um, and it's uh, you know when he's basically trying to save his missus. Yeah. Uh, wait, which one is it? It's, that's or Aaron Shane Eckhart. or Aaron Eckhart. It's yeah, Aaron they're Eckhart. The same, they're the same person, eh? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd happily um, watch Aaron Eckhart's Punisher. 
As long as he also has to go up against um, John Travolta. Right, which was so was this one the Punisher or not? No, <laughs> I still don't think I know if they're different people or not. I don't believe they are. Um, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure Dennis Quaid and Kevin Costner are the same person as well, though. So I've got my own issues. One hundred percent. Any, I suppose the big question is: Is this a comic book accurate? Telling of the origin of Two Face. Um, I don't know. Like, I wonder if he had, you know, because he he just kind of all of a sudden becomes Two Face more so yeah. in the in the most recent movie. Um, and uh, and this he kind of had elements of being Two Face before uh, his accident. Yeah. Uh. So. So I've just I've just googled this, and it's from the Batman wiki. Problem with DC continuity is you have like you've got like you've yeah, got the Golden Age, you've it. got the Silver Age, you've got the pre-crisis, the post-crisis, you've got the New Fifty Two. So it's it's hard to know what's canon and what's not. It just says here, um, growing up under an abusive father, he developed repressed mental illnesses of his own, such as bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. Well maybe comic book um his hard work ethic however allowed him to rise up to become gotham city's youngest district attorney at the age of 26 boss sal moroni throws acid at harvey scarring half his face oh so tommy lee jones sounds like it's mm. most accurate oh, i was just interested because i also watched recently gotham knights um, just on my phone while, uh, you know, like at the gym and stuff. It's not that TV horrendous. show. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I can't believe um, you did that. And that was the same. Oh, it made me think the same same thing. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that Harvey had, you know, a bit going on before he really becomes Two Face, um, which I think makes him more interesting. Mm. The only time they allude to it in The Dark Knight is when. There's mention that his nickname is Two Face. Yeah, down which, at Gotham I mean, that's Central, not the same thing of like having an alter ego. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, that one's definitely more just uh, he loses his misses and then loses his mind. Um, yeah. yeah, I quite like this this idea of deep seated something, you know. And you know, there's still the good part of him. And I know in the comics, there's been lots of like Two Face redemption arcs and. Things like yep. that. Um, I a couple of things I like from this first first episode, first part, um, is uh, at the at the at the party or whatever it is that everyone's at. Just the banter between Bruce and Harvey. Bruce, is this the party where Batman's hang up in the hallway with uh, some, bird. some random bird? Yeah, yeah. It's also where he says, if you don't do it soon, Harv, I might beat you to it. Talking about marrying Harvey's missus. <laughs> That's right. That's quite funny. Uh, um, yeah. I also like, you don't get heaps of Batman development, development in this, but I really actually enjoy when you get to see him just sort of being Bruce and being Batman. Yep. He does a really, really good transition. Like... It's not like he doesn't like go like full on Christian Bale, but he just he has a really good Bruce voice as well as a mm. Batman voice. He does. And he does. when he's Batman, but something happens that affects Bruce, you hear his Bruce voice come out. 
which I think is great. Um, the other thing I really liked is when um, the mob boss Rupert Thorne says, uh, "Was Rupert all men <laughs> suitcase? <laughs> all men have something to hide. The brighter the picture, the darker the negative." That's quite I wrote deep that from, down as well. It's deep from suitcase. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Ruben Thorne was onto something there. Like that for today, <laughs> you know, if you just scroll through Instagram, that's probably the truth. Mm. Rather being about 31 years old, uh, post divorce and midlife crisis, and my Instagram game was fucking flying. I don't think I've posted anything on there in years. <laughs> no, nah, I think occasionally I no I can't remember maybe 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 my son's first birthday yeah something like that maybe mm. um the other thing I really really liked about this episode is the very end when he like stumbles out of the hospital room and reveals his face to his fiance and there's like lightning in the background <laughs> and he, it's like actually quite quite haunting. Yeah, you missed a good bit though. What's that? Just just before then, um, his, just his doctor showing absolutely no professionalism at all because he unwraps him, his face, his mummy face, <laughs> and then is like, oh! <laughs> jumps back. It's like, You're his doctor, mate. Like, didn't you wrap him up? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, some kind of explosion to make your face half your face go blue. Yeah, yeah. I like I like his look. Mm. So, yeah, but we'll go to we'll go to that in, in part two because that's where his look, look really comes into it. Yeah. Um, uh, let's well, get else in part one that I was going to bring up. I think you you were you sort of picked up most of the um, things I did. Um, oh, the only question I had is I'm pretty sure I've seen that from the intro, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how Batman, did, like, the, the thing I remember the most was that he does that squint. Batman does that oh, squint. the Batman I'm squint. sure, like, I feel like that's a, either a meme or a gif going around. There's a couple. I quite often see the one where the eyes are real big, like the Batman yeah. surprise face. Oh, but yeah. They obviously, yeah. The other thing we should have mentioned up top is the um, the intro theme, which is done by Danny Elfman, who also does the mm. those early Batman movies theme, and it's just phenomenal. Yeah, agreed. Um, so part two, I was part two. Uh, part two. I was like blown away straight in. He's already got a couple of goons working for him, but then I you realise it's been six months have passed. Ah, oh, yeah, that was my question. How much time has passed? Because he's already got yeah. goons and he's had a suit tailored and a new vehicle and a hideout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, hang on. Yeah, when did <laughs> he get that started? suit? <laughs> um, he, um, on, on one of the viewing orders I found that was just made by someone on Reddit, they actually have an episode in between these two, which oh. makes sense. Yeah. Called The Forgotten. I don't. Is it The Forgotten? Yeah, The Forgotten, which came up a few times as a good episode, but I don't know what it's about. It might have nothing to do with Harvey. He might just be out criming about while Batman's dealing with some other stuff. Yeah. See, I wasn't sure. I didn't pick up any point where they were like, yeah, it's six months has passed or whatever. Um, I think there's I a conversation. I was wondering if, like, 
the, the you know what, what's his old ego big half or whatever <laughs> big bad half yeah i wonder it's like i wonder if he's actually been operating in the background oh. without him knowing or something which would have been good but fight no, club didn't listen to the dialogue enough <laughs> It'd be, cool, it'd be cool if it was Fight Club-esque, like, yeah. he gives in to Big Bad Half and becomes Two-Face, and then he, like, Big Bad Half's like, alright, go to this address, mate, and wait till you see what I've lined up for us. Yeah. A couple of ginger goons waiting. <laughs> An apartment ripped in half on one side, great on the other. Um, the thing is his suit. Quite... Yep. The classic suit. The half black, half white. Mm. Do you reckon the colours are on the wrong side? I was looking at it um, quite intently earlier today because I found a just a, like a picture just of him. And I was like, yeah, it seems a little bit all over the place. I just mean like I feel like a bad guy's suit is white. So mm. that should be on the scarred face. And then like a black suit's just normal. So I mean, we can agree it's infinitely bad. better than the Tommy Lee Jones suit. Do you remember what really it looks like? For another episode? Oh, no, I'm actually going to go Google. Isn't it really colourful? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... Tommy Lee Jones. Don't get trapped reading one of those articles that talks about how Tommy Lee Jones despises Jim oh, Carrey. Yes. I forgot about this. If you have your... If you, as long as you're not driving, go and look up that suit. That is... Just atrocious and fantastic at the same time. That one where he's like leaning forward with his hands on his chest. <laughs> what is he wearing? He's kind of feeling himself up. Sort of like uh, lip, lip, lippity parts, and oh, it's it's yeah. That's heaps on. Anyway, animated series. <laughs> Sorry, just sorry. I just got distracted by another one of his uh, looks. Is one of is one of his because uh, he's got a couple of um, girls as is like his. I don't know what you'd call them. Henchwoman. Is that Drew Barrymore? Rupees. Yeah. Is Drew Barrymore in Batman Forever? Yeah, I remember that lady though. One black hair. Um, yes. I can't see any pictures of her. The character's name is Sugar. Yeah, there you are. Oh, yep, that's her. It's disappointing. Uh, All right, anyway, back to good to him. This might be a Batman Forever episode in us. Oh, I don't know if I can watch that. And it's better than Batman and Robin. Um. Anyway, so I enjoy I enjoy the at the start how you get Bruce's trauma over. Feeling responsible for Harvey's accident, and mm. but then that in that trauma, it switches from Harvey blaming him to his parents, and just like you know, dropping those seeds of who Bruce is and uh, good little dream sequence that. Yeah, um, I don't like I did... how that every time someone's you know suffering a little bit of stress, they're just like super super sweaty, like just like raining. I do it to Batman, uh, to Bruce, uh, in that moment as well. <laughs> it's <quite> gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so basically, um, we've sort of got 
two side stories here, or two stories running parallel. You've got Bruce and Alfred trying to work out what Two-Face's next move's going to be. Bruce still wants to save him. And then you've got uh, um, Reuben Thorne and his yeah. his gang um, trying to, you know, deal with the fact that Two-Face has been running all their joints down and whatever stealing from them and it's actually um reuben thorne's 2ic lady who comes up with a good plan of going to the fiance and tricking her into luring harvey out um and yeah batman tries to save him he goes down real easy and then um two-face gets captured because his missus and him get tricked. And there's a big old face-off at the end. Um, Batman's really struggling with his arm injury, but he turns up and uh, Harvey saves Batman. Uh, Batman sort of saves Harvey by stopping him from killing Reuben Thorne. Um, and it kind of ends vaguely enough that you know, is Two-Face going to be saved or will he be back or, but uh, Reuben Thorne's captured and, and yeah, I, I had a great time. Favourite parts from Ep 2, Paddy? Um, I think just any scene with the two ginger goons, um, the twins, I can't remember their names, but they were, uh, they were pretty good. Um, Reuben Thorne's a good character. Yeah, about him, but I enjoyed. He had that really good quote in the first episode, and he's got a really good quote in this episode. What a different voice for a Chicago, New York mobster Mm. character. Um, Did you enjoy the part where characters are based off those sorts? So Two Face Um, gets taken into the room or whatever, and Reuben Thorne goes, "At last we meet face to face." To face, <laughs> yeah, Reuben Thorne was on fire here. Um, but yeah, I, I did part, part one had a bit more going on, but uh, this mm. wrapped up quite nicely. Uh, had that mm. good dreams, dream sequence. Reuben Thorne played a bit more of a rise, I suppose, on this one, mm. um, but then it kind of just wrapped up pretty quickly as to all right, we're gonna. Two face away for later episodes, basically. Mm. I did really like um, a couple of things. One, when Two Face is putting money into his wallet, you get a look at his credit card, and the name on the credit card is Two Face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In that six months, he'd set up a new bank account. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. That's where I would have been like, oh. Yeah, there must have been more time. Mind you, it could have been Big Bad Harv. It already <laughs> set up. Uh, mind you, it would have been in Big Bad Harv's name, wouldn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows what Big Bad Harv was thinking? Um, <laughs> but um, I also, I, I really like, and we'll come back to it, but Batman's quick thinking to prevent the t- cost, of, oh. cost of the coin. Um, he just throws a whole bunch of coins. Mm, there was a big big box of all these coins right next to him. 
was really mm. helpful. But, <laughs> but it was that seed was planted earlier when they stole that box of coins. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, all in all, just what a great way to start um, a few a few Batman animated series episodes, if you ask me. Yeah. Totally agree. Really enjoy um, all these characters. I I did miss um, like as soon as I saw uh, Gordon, I was like, ah, oh, I forgot that's what Gordon looks like in this, and he's awesome. Yeah. And I wanted more Gordon. I didn't get much Gordon out of these two episodes, but I still really enjoyed uh, this little storyline about this and not doing every episode because that would be impossible. And X Men nearly killed us. But there's so many good villains and just characters, mm. you know, like. Robin comes in in the later series seasons you get Nightwing and a new Robin there's Batgirl there's his like incredible rogues right like obviously we would have to cover Hamill as Joker but like Freeze is real good in this Catwoman's real good Penguin's Mint is this the is this the animated series that introduces Harley Quinn or is it one of the later ones this is it it is this Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was thinking this looked a lot like uh, I've got the um, hardback copy of Mad Love. Oh yeah, uh, this is probably that's probably the last time I'd seen this animation. Yeah, interesting. Um, I think if I go to all episodes just quickly, I'm sure there is. I'm just gonna skim through quickly. Well, how can I skim skim through eighty five episodes quickly? Um, I'm going to give up in a minute. I've given up. I got up to fifty. I'm pretty sure there's an episode that, if it's not called Mad Love, it's called something like that. Um, right. Before we get into some uh, Tracy trivia, um, MVP. This was this was tough. There was, there was a lot of a uh, lot of greats. Um, I wanted it to be Gordon as soon as I saw him, but he's just not in it enough. There's a lot of really great just mobster henchmen. All mm. of them are funny. Every single one of them. All um, got great voice acting. I was going to give it to his uh, to uh, Harvey's henchmen, the two ginger twins. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their name. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Reuben Thorne. <laughs> he's made up for it. That's fair. Uh, obviously, like, uh, have you ever heard anyone with the name Rupert be called Rupee for short? I thought it was. I thought the short for Rupert was Rup. Yeah, the, his offsider, the um, the chick that uh, pretends to be the detective, calls him Rupee at one point. Oh, it just it hit my ear wrong. I was like, Rupee. Mm, I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> Um, I my MVP is probably I'm gonna go with Big Bad Harv as an independent Good. character from Harvey and Two Face. I really yeah. love when when he's with the psychiatrist and he's like, I can't write it down, but he says something like, oh, "That's the problem. Harvey's not here anymore." Yeah, that that window breaks way too easy for that office being about thirty flights up. <laughs> kind of like Batman's arm. Like Harvey like kicks yeah. him and he's like got a broken arm. 
well, it's a big bad half. But, uh, and to be fair, Harvey is a big bloke. Well, they, they keep mm. talking about how handsome he is. And I was like, I'm not even pre incident. I wasn't sure he was yeah. that good looking. No. I wonder who the DA was before him. Been a real warlock. Yeah, pass. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right. Uh, should we do some Tracy trivia? Hit me with the Tracy trivia. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I think I already mentioned that they deliberately took the time to show Harvey Dent in several episodes before this, um, so to, to have shock value on the readers, um, our viewers, um, and the and and the reason why they um, like the writers liked Harvey so much is because they got to develop him in that way. It's why he comes back quite a lot. Um, <coughs> By all accounts, the writers felt that this was the episode, or these were the episodes, where everything really gelled for the first time, and it set the tone for the rest of the series. Uh, you know that scene where Dent, you that you love so much, where the uh, the doctors in shock seeing Harvey's face for the first time. Is that familiar to you at all? No. Should it's it an be? homage to uh, the a similar scene in Batman 89 when uh, the Joker's face is first revealed. Ah, oh, okay. Um, speaking of homages. I was just shocked that, by his lack of professionalism, to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so speaking of homages in reverse, in, the, in Batman Forever, which we've already discussed too much, um, um, the, they Alfred mentions in this in these episodes to Batman. Maybe they should warn the Second Bank of of Gotham as a list of places Two Face might go to. Mm-hmm. And then in Batman Forever, the Second Bank of Gotham is Two Face's target in the opening sequence. Homage ah. to the cartoon, Very and good. then also I don't know if, how well you remember Batman Forever, but Batman gets. Two Face with the same with the same routine at the end of Batman Forever with the multiple coins. I don't remember that, but good stuff. Mm. I didn't mention this before, but Harvey just falling to absolute pieces when Batman throws the coins. It's just like you just feel so sorry for him. Yeah, yeah. He's got um, anyway. he's got some demons, man. Yeah, needs help. Uh, so this is a quote from Kevin Altieri. Um, who was, I think he's one of the directors, or he said, uh, about the script. It was better than anything the comics had ever done on that character. I'm pretty notorious for changing scripts, which I don't do with malice, but for a love of the medium. But that script didn't need to be changed very much. There were embellishments I gave to it, like adding the rainstorms to the staging of the psychiatric's office. So obviously they thought this one was... uh, the beginning of, of, you know, like, just perfect, I guess. The other thing, so Bruce Tim, the artist and producer, said of this episode, this is such an adult show that I bet kids don't like it. There's not a whole lot of action and Batman's hardly in it. It's a lot of talking heads. But it works on such a powerful emotional level that I'm sure that anyone over the age of six is going to get sucked right into it. It's absolutely compelling. They always talk about the Batman films being oh so psychological. Bull. This episode is a compelling psychological drama. 
never really thought about that, but Batman isn't really in this <laughs> these two episodes. I, that, apparently, that happens quite a lot. Okay, I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's that's a Batman thing. Yeah. Um, during the beginning of the robbery, Two Face tells everyone, "For the next five minutes, I'm in control," which was a quote by Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon, and Al Pacino was offered the role of Two Face. That's all I have for um, uh, Tracy trivia. It was interesting that he said it was nothing like what had been done in the comics. So I wonder if that lends itself to Mm. being an an original tale of the origin. Mm. Um, Yeah. You know what it makes me think about? Accounting. I bet it does. Now, if you were starting out as a crime lord and mm. you were stealing other crime lords' money, you'd probably want a yep. pretty good accountant, right? Well, if I only had six months to really get my shit together, I know exactly who I'd call. Accountants Plus. Accountants Plus. To all you uh, aspiring crime bosses out there, talk to our Mount Chase. Accountants Plus, he'll look after you. Legally above the board. Mm-hmm. GST, mm-hmm. invoicing, money laundering, anything you need, business planning. Probably not the money laundering. We should probably cut that out. There's an actual accountant. Yeah. That's a great job. Yeah. Yeah. We can help you with those other little bits and pieces, though, if you want. You know, you need to set up a laundromat or something. You know, we can, maybe a barbershop. We'll run that money for you. I'm not responding to that. This feels like entrapment. Um, <laughs> uh, but this was great. I wanted. I want to do more episodes. If we're not going to do them, I'm probably going to try and find wherever this is on. I feel like it might be on Prime for some reason. I had a look on Prime. I couldn't see it. I think it was on Prime, mm. and now it's on Max, and we can't get Max unless you've got a VPN. I do. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch some more of this, even if we don't do episodes on it, because I really I def- enjoy it. I'm, I've got a list of 10, so... Cool. I'll need those. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. should push those out on the socials as well, because it's been great stuff. Sweet. All right. Well, um, if that's all said and done, speaking of socials, W-I-W-T-9-0-S, Twitter slash X, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Still haven't started our MySpace page, but I'm thinking about it. Mm. P.O. Box? But yeah. yeah well, should we get a Bebo? Bebo. Mm. That site's still live. Would be, wouldn't it? We'd just be advertising some bullshit. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, certainly if you've got episodes to request, let us know. Mm-hmm. I, I would, without, without ever complaining, I would do any uh, listener requests for Batman the Animated Series. In a heartbeat. Very much so. And if you've got any suggestions for Saturday morning cartoons, let us know what your favourite Saturday morning cartoons were in the 90s, and mm. we will consider it, possibly. Yeah, I'm up for that. I'll do some, I'll do some Doug. Doug. There we go. Plant the seed. All right. Um, that, we don't have a sign-out for the sake, because we don't have a... I don't even remember our X-Men one either. Um, so just um Let's goodbye. go home. 
I just I don't remember your bit. I remember mine. I don't remember mine. So all right, buddy. <laughs> all right, pal. All right, got key tech. Bye.